0: And so I want to talk about the importance of starting the day right, and that is actually how we started our whole coaching coaching path is starting the day right and why it's so important. Let's go there. And welcome back to Five Ideas. I'm your host, Joey Nagel, along with Rich Clay. Rich is a certified professional life and leadership coach specializing in working with entrepreneurs, Business leaders, and Rich also works with athletes, actors, public speakers, and really anyone that desires to become a high achiever. Rich's mission is strategically guiding achievers to unleash their destinies. And I, again, if you missed the first episode and you're just tuning in on this one, I'm actually a coach. Uh client. I'm actually a client. I'm not a coach. He's a coach. Yeah. I'm actually a client. Of riches. And he's actually coached me through some several big decisions in my business and my life. Um, and a super quick background on me again, if you missed the first episode, I'm currently 25 years old. I started business school when I was 16. I started a music recording and live sound production company when I was 18. Married my beautiful wife, Kayla, at age 21. And my wife and I now run a creative media agency, which is actually producing this podcast that you're seeing right now. We have four full time employees and we are continuing to grow. Rich, can you recap the people and myself on the five ideas? The
1: five ideas, I will. In just a minute, but before I go there, I wanna tell the people why I decided to coach you because I don't just, people don't just interview me, I interview all of my clients. And Joey told me a story about how he talked his parents into giving him a part of the garage for his first studio at 16. (laughs) I said, any kid that can do that, I want to coach. That's an entrepreneur (laughs) for sure. They're they're on their way to be a millionaire, and you are a high achiever. Um, But five ideas. Where did it come from? Okay, I've been a life and leadership coach for many, many years. I've been coaching all of my life, doing a lot of consulting, and it dawned on me one day, everybody that came to me that was stuck, and that's what coaching's all about. Right. People get stuck, yep. stuck in a career, stuck in a relationship, stuck in a uh, bad health situation. I discovered that everybody that I was dealing with, their stuck issue was in one of five areas, health, relationships, money, peak performance, which is just personal leadership, whatever that may be. Basically living the best version of yourself. Yeah, living the best version of yourself, exactly, and faith and spirituality, every single one. So I decided to focus on those five areas, but what I did that was different, instead of just taking them individually... When you come on to coach with me, I integrate those five areas and I say, we got to work on all five of these. Even if you think one is really good to go, there's areas that you can improve in and there's balance. They bring balance. And the more these five areas are balanced, the more
0: productive your life is. Right. That's where five ideas came yep, from. Absolutely. And uh, we can confirm with uh, David and uh, Caleb back here, who are producing the show, that uh, no one's actually paying us to make this right now or you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, they're shaking their heads no. <laughs> um, and you might ask, why would you do something uh for no money? Why would you do something uh that no one's paying you to do? And really, the answer is because we want to bring um what Rich Clay teaches, what I get to experience every week in our coaching sessions, how we're unlocking things that I didn't even know needed to be unlocked, how I'm able to get through these, I'm able to get through these these issues and these problems much more efficiently and quickly because we're able to take a step back. If you listen to episode one, talking about how the problem isn't usually the problem, be able to really take a couple steps back, analyze the situation, be like, okay, this is actually pretty bite-sized. I can incrementally make some changes today that will really add a lot of impact to this area in the future in a positive way. And really, your whole life is incremental, right? You're either making a decision to incrementally waste away or inc- incrementally improve, right? Correct. Would that be correct? Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, like, you could be, you could make the decision to, you know, and I, I really don't mean this to upset anyone or anything, but you could make a decision to just sit on your couch the majority of the days for the rest of your life, eating really bad food for you, and you're not gonna see. Let's say you're, let's say you're in a great physical condition, you're not really going to see a change the next day. The first day that you decide to do that, you're not really going to see a change. You're going to be about the same. Second day, nothing really. A month goes by, you might start feeling worse. A couple of years go by, you don't even recognize yourself. You don't look the same as you used to look. Same can go the opposite way. Incrementally, if you decide to make a positive change in your life, right, like exercise, workout, you know, work on your relationship, et cetera, et cetera. these incremental changes, you might not see the result the next day. And how you were talking about in the first episode, we live in such an instant gratification world that it's really hard mm-hmm. to sometimes do something that matter. Um, but I, uh, I want to do. Let focus. me add. Yeah, go thing. ahead, please. That,
1: that, you just touched on something that just I want to I want to go there. That wasn't even on the script, people. Right. But here's the deal: we know that the average lifespan. Of people is increasing, probably modern medicine and other issues, right? So, but yet people are not healthy. So, a lot of times, even though they're living old, longer, their quality of life is not there. I believe this body that God has given us can do a lot more if we take care of it. And it starts with our mind. You know, we we believe that once we reach a certain age, we should start feeling a certain way. Hmm. People talk about how they can't remember and I, I believe that a lot of that it does not have to happen. Yeah we can continue to function and operate there's studies out right now talking about how as you get older you can actually continue to do tremendous things both physically mentally spiritually socially so yes incrementally are you go are you moving In a negative direction? Are you accepting the process of aging? Are you saying, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe I have to slow down. I don't have, I believe that I have to limit myself. I believe through proper uh, steps of living healthy, you can actually have an increase. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, I'm in the best shape of my life at 65. Wow. I'm in the best shape of my life, but it was because I didn't accept a lot. Of the stereotype of things that we're being taught about aging. And I won't go off on that today, but that's a good podcast. We'll talk.
0: And let us know in the comments too. Like if anything we're talking about as we discuss is something you want to hear more about on a specific episode, we absolutely want to consider all the ideas. I'm your advocate here. So we're in a coaching session right now with with Rich Clay. And I'm here as your representative to ask the questions and dig in and dig in deeper. And again, the goal of the show is that you're able to walk away with tangible, actionable items that you can implement in these five areas, these five key areas. Again, health and fitness, relationships, money, peak performance, faith, and spirituality, as they're all integral parts. You can't just have one without the other. As you heard in the intro, as we've talked about before, and we'll continue to talk about in every episode, really you can't have one of these things. You can't really be successful overall in just one of these areas. Again, if you have all the money in the world but you have no health and your fitness, your your health and fitness is suffering, what's it really matter? Right? You know, if you have health and fitness and you're really hitting it on that area and you have a lot of money and you have no relationships no one to share it with, what's that really matter? And if you have great relationship, you're you're fit, you got all the money in the world, you're just hitting on all cylinders but it all ends in a few short years and you're just back to dust, then uh, what does any of it matter? So today, we're going to talk about the beginning. You know, the first episode was an introduction to the whole show, and this is an introduction to your whole life, basically, your whole day. And each day is a new thing. You, you you, You realize you can be worried about all these things, and you have all the problems from today, and then you're like, I can't wait to go to bed. Right. And why is that? Because bed is kind of a reset. The next day you're like, eh, I got it. I'm refreshed. My brain's had a little bit of time to recharge. And uh, today could be different. You know, there's there's oftentimes a lot of hope in the morning and a mm-hmm. lot of times there's despair in the evening because mm-hmm. it's like uh, you're you're looking back rather than looking yeah. forward. And so I want to talk about the importance of starting the day yeah. right. And that is actually how we started yeah. our whole coaching uh, our whole coaching yeah. path is starting the day right and let's, why it's so important.
1: Let's go there. All right, let's, let's do go it. there. Let's said this is a coaching session. So Joey comes to me and he says said to me, I want to get up early. Okay? I said, "Great. Set your alarm, get out of bed, get moving, all right?" It was a little more than that. <laughs> but what what happened was after about a week or two, Joey wasn't getting up early. Correct? So we came back and we discussed this and I asked Joey the question Why do you want to get up early? The reason I ask him that question is if you don't have a purpose for wanting to get up early, there's no sense in getting up early. Absolutely. And you you don't
0: want to get up. Most people don't want to just get up early naturally. Yeah, it's a lot more
1: comfortable in the
0: warm (laughs) bed, right? Yep, absolutely. But
1: your, your answer to me broke through. You said that you wanted time to be able to think and process and have some creative time before the day hit you. Yep. And I thought, wow, now that's a great, a great reason to get up. So we began to work on that. I have said over and over and over again, and I didn't coin this phrase. I heard it somewhere. Win the morning, win the day. Interesting. And I totally believe that. And so that's what we began to do. So what we did with Joey is we found out his purpose for getting up. Is that he could have some alone, uninterrupted, creative time where vision, ideas, all these types of things would be downloaded because there wasn't the interruptions of the day. There wasn't all this interaction coming down.
0: No one else was even awake to bother me, honestly. <laughs> and tell us how it's worked out. So don't mind the rain hitting the, uh, the tin roof above our <laughs> studio. No problem. Yeah. Um, kind of a cozy day out there actually um but the morning the morning was so important for me because and it is it is very important for me but the reason i wanted to focus on this is because if i don't if i don't start my morning right i somehow inherently knew that if i start off behind i'm kind of behind all day you know if i wake up on the wrong side of the bed i'm kind of on the wrong side of the day the rest of the rest of the day i'm trying to catch up um, I'm constantly regretting. Oh, I should have got up early. I should have done this. I should have done that. I'm dehydrated. I haven't ate right. I haven't exercised. It's just all, all these things are stacking up and they can affect every single area of your life. So, um, Rich walked me through not how to get up because everyone knows how to get up. You just get up, you know? It's not rocket science. You just stand up. You go, you know, go out of your room, you go to your kitchen table, you start writing things down, thinking, praying, reading, et cetera, et cetera, um, or listening to five ideas, whatever you uh, whatever you choose to do in the morning. Um, and that's really easy hypothetically. And in the nighttime, like before you're going to bed, you're like, yeah, I'm getting up at five tomorrow. You're like, oh, by my own strength and everything, I'm super pumped right now, I'm going to get up at five. Then that alarm clock goes off. You pull out the baseball bat. You want to smash it. <laughs> you want to climb back into the the warm covers and avoid the day completely. And then you have to get up at some point. And I wanted to just I wanted to get up before I had to get up, and have that time to be able to process and think before I was forced to. And um, Rich asked me why why is it so why is it important to me? And once I understood that why. Once I understood the things Rich said that I was looking to, to get out of that, that's when I was able to do it. And uh, actually, as, as we're recording this episode, I believe I'm on my... Uh, I've, I've been doing it on and off for a while, but I'm on my 14th consecutive day of waking up at 5 a.m.
1: And I can testify to that yep. because he texts me every morning <laughs> and shows me that he's up. And one of the things that we discovered with this is... The importance of a routine in the morning. So let's shift to routine for a minute because here's what I believe. I believe that the, the most successful people in the world, by the way, I'm it's not just what I think. I've studied this. The most successful people in the world have a morning routine. Yep. And when I say morning routine, I don't mean that one routine is better than another. My wife, Lisa, and I have completely different opposites routines, but they're both routines, meaning we both do consistently the same thing every morning. I read where Mark Wahlberg gets up at 2.30 every morning, (laughs) but if you look at his routine, he is routined all the way through. So, Part of being successful in the morning is creating a routine to where you get up without having to think about what you're going to do next. The first five, six, seven things that you do in the morning ought to be just automatic, autopilot, not even thinking about it. And that's kind of what we helped you with. And you've got a routine now, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I I, I know I hear you out there. You're like, I'm not getting up at five. I can't get up at five. Do I, do I have to get up at five to be successful? I just heard the most successful in the people in the world get up early, and that's not what he said. Rich actually did not say they get up early. He said they have a morning routine, and it's not really about when you get up. Um, I would venture to say that getting up early is is pretty important and pretty valuable because um, when you are up before the rest of the world, there's less distractions, And uh, but it doesn't have to be five. Maybe for you it's seven. Maybe for you it's eight. Um, and there's other ways to eliminate distractions. you can shut your phone off, you can do all these different things. The key principle again, as we said, we want to give ideas that you can practically go implement into your life and this is not just for entrepreneurs, athletes, you know this is not just for people who have to necessarily be up at a certain time. this is for everyone who wants to start their day off better. and really the the key takeaway here, I I wish there was a little ding bell every time we're talking about an idea. Maybe we could put that in there, like a ding, 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 ding. There's the idea I can take away. Is because so this idea that we're focused on right now is simply just starting your day on the right foot. It's not about the five a.m. It's not about the the specifics of what you're doing necessarily, but you got to know your why. And then the routine is super important. So can we talk a little bit about what? Are some good things, some good suggestions people ideas. could put in there? Yeah. yeah. What let's, are some ideas?
1: Let's, some, let's let's give some good ideas about the morning the routine. Would, and here's what I would suggest: Number one, you got to get your alarm outside of your room, so Ooh, that when you okay. get up, you have to walk to it. Okay, that keeps you from pushing the snooze button. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. just basic. I would say look at it, even with some of the things that we're talking about, um, in the morning, possibly hydration. So some form of hydration. Um, you're coming off a long fast, and it's good to get hydration into you. I believe so, you actually.
0: You said you actually wake up dehydrated. I believe because you're yeah. sweating and you haven't drank for a long time. And oh, absolutely.
1: Yep. And if you you know you look at most athletes. Um, Tom Brady does a lot on health and nutrition. Yep. Um, and he talks about having 32 ounces of water when he wakes up in the morning, first thing. So I think there's nutrition. The other thing I think of is there's some form of quiet time, some form of meditation, some form of quieting yourself from all of the outside world. So before you jump into email, text, you know, sports, whatever you do on your phone, what about taking some time, you get up, you hydrate, then you begin to just focus on yourself, getting present, getting stilled, coming into a state of, of, of just calmness to prepare yourself for the day. Now, however that looks, that looks different for different people. Some people like to pray. Some people like to meditate. Some people like to
0: have soft music. Listen to Five Ideas. <laughs> you Listen know, all to all Five Ideas, things, the yeah. podcast.
1: <laughs> but but kind of still yourself with that. And then if you have enough time, you may want to look at your day. How do you want to organize your day? What do you have to do today? And that's when people use their planners, other things. Other people like to get their exercise in early uh, first thing in the morning. I recommend that too. Blood flow early in the morning is very, very positive. So there's no right or wrong to this, Joey, but there are some proven principles that have helped people get their day going, because I believe if you win the morning, you win the day. I really believe that.
0: Absolutely. And you, you talked to me, actually, uh, maybe we could go into this just a little bit, but I remember you've talked to me about um, exercise and how it actually releases a chemical reaction, dopamine, I believe. Yes. It uh, makes you feel good. Yes. And starting off by feeling good um, really can add a lot of benefits to your day with with that actual chemical reaction. It's almost like you're, so you, it's actually like you'd be taking some kind of a medicine almost.
1: Yeah. So let me share this with you because habits are crucial here and it takes a while to create a habit. Okay. But typically as human beings, we do the things that make us feel good. So the key to success is is finding the things that are healthy
0: that make, that make you, you feel ah. good. So what we did
1: with what we did with Joey and what I've done with many of my clients is this. If you can get addicted, I'm not sure if that's the best word I should be using, <laughs> but if you can get addicted to exercise, it's a healthy addiction. Or let me put it this way. If you can create the habit of exercise, here's what happens. Most people when they get up, they start with I don't feel like exercising. I don't want to go for a run. I don't want to go to the gym, right?
0: Yeah. Once yep. you
1: break through that habit and you start to go to the gym and you have that release of dopamine, which is a feel-good type of chemical, then you go to bed at night going, I can't wait to get up in the morning to go hit my workout yep. because I know the feeling I'm going to get from the workout.
0: Yeah, don't don't mind the rain, guys. We're just going to keep... uh we're yeah. not actually getting wet right now we're uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep powering through um, and so one thing you said that stood out to me one time was potato chips and running can create the same chemical reaction so you know junk food is created to cause us it, they call it comfort food yeah
1: right they call it yep. comfort food and people talk about when they're depressed they eat well there's something in sugar and carbohydrates and salt and all that kind of food that just, it does that. It's like, oh, I have a craving, right? So what happens is when you exercise first thing in the morning, guaranteed, most people will tell you that with a fairly intense workout in the morning, your cravings for junk food decrease and you have more of a desire to eat healthy food because you've already had that dopamine fix. Yep. And you're already feeling good, so you want to even feel better by eating better food. So it it builds. It just builds and builds and builds. Better habits lead to better habits. Negative habits lead to negative habits. You mentioned that in the first podcast. We talked about incremental gains and incremental losses. It's true with habits. And I'm a big believer in not trying to change a bad habit, but producing a good habit instead of replacing a
0: bad habit. That's amazing. So, you probably already pulled this out, but this is what I'm pulling out of this whole episode right now is the key is to really understand your why and then very creatively and strategically create these pathways in your mind that are addiction is the is, is maybe the wrong word, but these these good feelings that these good chemical reactions, these healthy things that are coming out that your body's like, I want that again. Because that is really easy. It's really easy to do what you want to do. It's hard to do what you don't want to do, but it's really easy to do what you want to do. And there's ways to actually achieve that and get stuck in that routine and, and get stuck, and not not stuck, but get into those habits. It's really easy to be in the habit of going to McDonald's every night because it feels good. And mm-hmm. I want to. You only do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can ask people who are maybe have been eating healthy and exercising for really long. I can ask you right now, you're, you're training for a triathlon right now. Are do you get that kick when you wake up Are when you wake up and go exercise? Do you get that, that feeling? And is it something that you're like, I want to do this and I don't want to skip it. Cause I remember how I'm going to feel afterwards.
1: 100%. And, and here, here's what it is. When you begin to get a reward for something that you're doing, you do it more and more and more. You want to do it more because you get the reward. Yep. And so in changing behavior, we change the mindset. What is my why? Then we change the habit, and what, which is the routine. Then we get the reward. And when the reward comes, ching It kicks into gear because guess what I'm thinking about? In about two hours, what I start thinking about laying out my clothes, I get to get up and I get my first reward is this. I get creative ideas. Yeah.
0: Yep. All right.
1: And then I get to go work out and I get that good feeling and then I get the energy and then I get all that energy and I get to go and I get to coach and I get to produce podcasts and I get to I get to live life and I'm excited about life so it also defeats that whole depression thing that comes to people yep who are busy
0: but may not have purpose. Yeah absolutely I'm going to give you one really quick last idea that you can implement tomorrow, whether you get up at five, whether you get up at nine, if you start your day by just writing down five things that you're thankful for, uh, you're going to have some good feelings going through your mind because you're thinking about things that you're happy for, that you're excited about, that you're thankful for, maybe things that you used to want that you now have. Maybe that's a marriage. Maybe that's a house. Maybe that's a job. Maybe that's a car. Maybe that's a a pet, a dog, whatever it is. You're going to get – you can't be sad – When you're thankful. You cannot be sad and thankful at the same time. And so that's what I'm going to leave you with. And we are so excited to see you on the next episode of Five Ideas.